So, I guess overall, things uh, in Ukraine slash Poland slash Russia uh, ended up, well, they haven't ended, that's part of the issue. But the developments that took place over the past 48 hours or so, uh, it doesn't seem like we're headed to a further escalation. But there is also um, more developments following, as you know, there was a missile that landed in Poland, uh, struck some farmland in Poland, killing two people. And the investigation immediately was, was launched to try and figure out where the missile came from, why it ended up in Poland, which is a member of NATO. So there'd be all kinds of implications. If this was a deliberate attack on uh, a NATO member, that would mean all kinds of responses from the other NATO countries. But the determination by Poland and by NATO itself was the missile came from Ukraine as part of their air defense system. The cruise missiles from Russia were heading into Ukraine. Ukraine was firing missiles to take them down. That's what this was. It missed. It landed in Poland, and unfortunately, two people were killed. However, NATO said um, it was not a Russian missile. It was a Ukrainian missile. did not require any further escalation. But there's not total agreement on that as... Ukrainian president, Volodymyr Zelensky, says, no, 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 that was not our missile. So where are we and where might we go from here? We're going to chat now with uh, Oral Brown, who is a professor of political science and international relations at the University of Toronto and an associate at the Davis Centre at Harvard University. Uh, Oral, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate your time. Good morning. So I guess the most important piece of all of this, over, overarching everything else, is we're not expecting an escalation of the conflict. That was the big concern uh, prior to the announcement from NATO yesterday, that this might cause an escalation. It looks like that's not going to happen, right? One can almost hear the sigh of relief in Washington yeah. that uh, President Biden, having, having made these statements that he would defend every inch of NATO territory, is very relieved that he doesn't have to do that, that he does not have to directly confront Russia. And it was quite remarkable how quickly the administration in Washington came out to say that it was highly unlikely that this missile came from Russia directly, even before any investigation was conducted. And as you said, there are different views as to what happened. But at the end of the day, even if this was a missile that was fired, against Russian uh, incoming uh, uh, missiles and munitions by Ukrainians, and that is what landed in uh, Poland, Russia is responsible because Russia has engaged on a war of aggression. It has been hitting infrastructure, civilian areas in Ukraine uh, relentlessly. It has been committing war crimes. It has acted uh, recklessly. And if Ukraine misfired in this kind of instance in trying to defend itself, Russia is still responsible. This right. is what the Secretary General of uh, NATO said. So we have to see if there will be some type of more subtle escalation. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what they're saying. You know, ultimately, it is NATO, uh, Russia that is responsible for this because they started the conflict. Now, Zelensky and his stance on this continuing right up until last I heard at least was saying no 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 this was not a Ukrainian missile this was a Russian missile that did this um against all evidence what's what what do you think his reasoning is for for taking this stance I mean does he firmly believe it what's what's going on there he would like to get obviously as much help from the west as possible and if this was a direct russian act that would change the situation he'd be very frustrated that the West has helped 
but not as much as it could or it should in his eyes and the eyes of many analysts that has been a kind of reactive type of help on the part of the West with just-in-time uh, uh, kind of munitions and, and weapons. And Ukrainians have been dying uh, in large numbers because they have not received the anti-aircraft missile they should have done months ago. They did not get uh, the long-range artillery uh, that uh, has helped them recapture territory. So there's a tremendous amount of frustration uh, that is bubbling underneath the surface with Zelensky. But when we say that what he is claiming, Zelensky claiming, is against all evidence, we actually do not know for sure what the evidence is sure. because there is an ongoing investigation. And the latest uh, word from Kiev is that Ukrainian investigators will be allowed to join American and Polish investigators to find out exactly what has happened and uh, what the type of missile it was. More than likely, it seems that it was a Russian-made missile, but it may have been something that was possessed, that it was purchased by Ukraine way back or inherited from the Soviet days, uh, let's say uh, an S-300 anti-aircraft missile that was fired in defense uh, against Russian attacks, and it just uh, went off course and landed in uh, uh, Poland. These things happen. Sometimes yeah. people are killed by friendly fire. But the problem is that Ukraine would not be firing these missiles were it not for a Russian attack. So where do we go from here? I mean, I think it became pretty clear through this that, uh, and, and I think we knew it before, NATO and the United States are absolutely um, dead set against escalation. That's the last thing they want to see happen. Um, does that change what's happened in the past 48 hours? Does that change the way this conflict plays out if you're Russia or if you're Ukraine? Well, it should change things. Uh, because when we deconstruct this, we don't just have this option. Will NATO go to war with Russia? Because that is obviously undesirable. Russia has a vast arsenal of nuclear weapons. We do not want to get in a nuclear war. A direct conflict between Russia and NATO could escalate into nuclear conflict. And it makes sense to try to avoid that. Mm -hmm. But there are so many things that can be done short of that. And if we look at what not only Secretary General of NATO, Stoltenberg, said that Russia bears responsibility, but we look at the subtle differences within the United States, and I don't know uh, how many people saw the conference where uh, the Secretary of Defense of the United States, Lloyd Austin, appeared together with a Joint Chiefs of Staff, Milley. The differences were quite evident. Milley uh, wouldn't mind pushing Ukraine, it seems, into negotiations, which may very well be premature. Uh, Lloyd Austin, a former general who is the Secretary of Defense, is much more optimistic about Ukrainian capabilities to fight the war, even in winter, to take back more territory. After all, Ukraine has freed more than half of the territory that Russia controlled in the initial phases of the war. So it showed it has the capacity to roll the Russians back. And this is where, if you accept the fact that regardless of whether Russia fired this missile directly, this was something that happened because of Russian aggression, mm -hmm. ultimately, then Ukraine could be given much more in terms of anti-aircraft capacity. It could be given more in terms of 
a capacity to conduct operations to recapture territory. That would mean more tanks. That would be possibly even MiG-29 aircraft that are in Poland that could be transferred that uh, Ukraine has been asking for. So there are several options that the West has. But so far, the Biden administration has been extremely timid. And in the case of the Germans, basically what uh, Olaf Scholz has said is that he does not want to be the first one to provide tanks for offensive weapons to Ukraine. So if United States takes the lead, Germany is willing to also leave from behind. And so more could be done. And this is what we have to see. What would be the response? Because you can't have it both ways to say, look, Russia is responsible either way, but we are not going to do anything because we are so intimidated about escalation that we will allow Russia to continue to hit Ukrainian civilian infrastructure close to the Polish border. The reason if this turns out to be to have been a Ukrainian missile that landed in Poland, the reason for that would be the Russians were hitting targets so close inside Ukraine, very close to the Polish border, which is utterly reckless, as well as a war crime. Exactly. Yeah. Which is the whole point. I mean, and, the, and as, you, as you mentioned, it, that's what it comes back to. None of this would be happening were it not for the invasion. That's that's the bottom line here. Um, Oral, thank you so much for your time. As always, I appreciate you being here today.